Episode 188, almost got it wrong, 188. Uh, today's date is December 28th, 2023. Uh, happy holidays. Um, hopefully you got to see Santa. He gave you that good stuff. Hopefully he wasn't smooching on, you know, your mom, whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know when. You know, the, the the song saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. You just say, you know, hey, hey, why is Santa, why is Santa in between mom's lips? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, I'm clearly loopy as of today, but. I digress. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, damn. That <laughs> that threw me off track. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, Switch Your Sights podcast is a solo video game podcast where your boy, yours truly, a Switch, talks just about that. Um, damn. It is uh, the last episode, the final episode of the year. Uh, uh, of the year. This 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 train gonna keep going, baby. Um. Yeah, at least. Just a note on, just the crazy year that was twenty twenty three, for games specifically. Man, crazy, crazy crazy year just just there's no way to, to to beat around the bush there and it's just like it was a crazy ass year it really was crazy crazy ass year but outside of that um you know the the <laughs> this this particular time the weird law between christmas and new year's uh, generally not much crazy, uh, going on, but nonetheless, that's why 
it's a perfect time to start talking about or more or less recapping on the great year that was for video games in particular. Personally, that spoke to me, which is uh, one of the biggest, uh, shall I say, coveted components of this year. Every year, really, my top 10 games in 2023. So, you know what? You know what? Let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. Let's get into them. Top 10 games of 2023. The top 10 games of 2023. Start it off. Um, which is kind of crazy now to think about it and considering the scale of everything, but number 10. probably uh how would i describe this game it's like a very uh, i don't know like uh, synonymous um salacious even i'm just throwing out words that sound good at this point <laughs> but uh let me stop being around the bush um alan wake 2 alan wake 2 Thoroughly enjoyed it. I still need to uh, re, uh, replay it to uh, mess with some of that um, that added content that they did add. I think they added a new game plus, um, as well as a new ending. Um, so I'm definitely going to need to. I think some new like additional notes and stuff like that as well. So definitely, definitely going to have to um, give Alan Wake to. Well, uh, one, another play and two, why um, I had to give it to the number 10 spot. Um, It's just very, very great storytelling. Really enjoyed the narrative, the the method of storytelling. Um, If you are a Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks slash (laughs) uh, very odd. uh, I don't know. (laughs) I have a hard time recommending because more than likely you've not played it before Alan Wake, but let's say hypothetically you played Alan Wake two really hyped up and you want to play, want to play, um, uh, something similar, deadly premonition, please, uh, um, may I interest you in deadly premonition? Um, so yeah, Alan Wake two, man, it just hit for me. It hit pretty, pretty greatly, you know? It's, it's not, it's, it's, what, what was it? It's not a, it's not a loop. It's a spiral. It's, it's a, a spiral. Push, push, push. I'm just going to leave that there. I'm just going to leave that there. Number 10, Alan Wake 2. Number nine. Um, I've been pretty dormant on this game for a good while series in general for a good while. I played the last latest one in the entry, but, um, I don't know. It, uh, it was okay. Didn't really hit me, but until this one, which it, it hit, it hit me just, just, just right. 
And that is Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which was, uh, yeah, I heard a lot of uh, good things about it. I'm like, you know what? It's been a minute. I, I do enjoy Mario. I've, I've of course, played like uh, the various Mario games in the past. Most notably, the Game Boy Color version of uh, the original Super Mario Brothers, which was probably by far, I think, till this day, is still the best version of the original Super Mario Brothers one, with all the extra added, added uh things they added to like the original game with the Game Boy Color version. So that is why I would, um. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, the previous no, but, um, yeah, Super Mario brothers wonder was really, um, very unique. Like it, 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 and it's crazy to think like, you know, for a series that that has gone this long to, um, to still have a lot of new fresh ideas, um, which I was very genuinely surprised by in Super Mario brothers wonder that like, man, like all these years and they still keep coming up with a lot of fresh new ideas. And mind you, like pretty much literally almost every level is like just new, fresh, crazy idea after the other, which I think is uh, definitely what got me to still play through the whole game to the end. Still haven't done all the side stuff, but um, uh, I thoroughly did enjoy the main core um, critical path experience. So far, so that is why I put Super Mario Brothers Wonder at number nine. Number eight. <sighs> of course, um, man, what do I say about this series that just is uh well that is um <laughs> not been said already. Um the series has had definitely some rough patches. Uh, well, mainly the, the previous entry of, of said series, but this latest entry in the series definitely, I think for sure put the franchise on the map, even though I think it was generally like consistent, but, um, this for sure did bring it back. Um, and that is street fighter six. Street Fighter six is, is very, Hmm. How would I describe it? Fun. <laughs> of course. Um, balanced, which, you know, for fighting games, that feels very difficult nowadays. Obviously there are some, some, uh, characters that are, you know, technically will have a diff more difficult learning curve slash, uh, difficulty matching up with other, other certain players too. But, I think for the most part, this is definitely probably the most balanced Street Fighter game in a long while. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like it feels like pretty much almost every character on the roster is you can do something with. Of course, you know, like I said already, it's some characters it will be more difficult than others, but you can generally still hold your own as well as um you know, shouts out to the, uh, the, uh, modern controls, which I, I feel like has also, uh, brought in a lot of otherwise non-existent 
um, Street Fighter players to actually play the game legitimately and consistently, um, which I think that in of itself should be given some merit as well, which, um, you know, is also a, a testament to the game's accessibility where um, this game seemingly had like some of the biggest accessibility additions to any fighting game that I've seen so far with the audio, the very distinct, uh, unique audio settings where you can a uh, literal blind person could pretty much play this game, which is, is crazy to, uh, crazy to, you know, see. Um, and then of course, shouts out to the single player content, uh, world tour mode, which was now that like the dust has settled for the most part, um, was, was a pretty fun, fun mode. It, it, uh, maybe wasn't like a hundred percent what I would have wanted for a single player street fighter game. Um, but it was like pretty close, like at least, you know, it was like 80% there. Um, it, it definitely, I feel like it could have took, could have taken some more liberties. And when it came to like, I don't know, probably like going fully into the, uh, into the beat em up, um, kind of beat em up vibe considering that, you know, the, the, the mode is, is seemingly taking a lot of inspiration from final fight. Um, you know, considering that, uh, that series is acknowledged within the, the canon of street fighter. So, but yeah, overall I was, I was thoroughly enjoyed. I, I was, I was, this probably the longest I've played an online mode, um, uh, in a, a good long time, uh, since like Tekken or something. So I think that is a, a testament in of itself. Um, but yeah, it's just the overall solid game. The, the new mechanics, the drive rush and, and all that, um, was very fun. So that is why I put street fighter six at number eight, number seven, man. What, what do I say about this game? What do I say? What do I even say? Where do I even start? First off, this is technically probably my first game that I've legit played in within the series, um, which is at least a testament of itself, but also me consistently playing this said game, um, as well as for somebody who generally doesn't play these types of games as well. Um, all combined, I feel, uh, adds to why I thoroughly enjoyed F099. F099 is a very fun game. Uh, so basically, you know, like the previous, uh, Nintendo 99, 99ified Battle Royale-esque games, um, this is the latest edition F099. So basically the, uh, F zero series, which is, uh, you know, a pretty classic, uh, racing series. that was like introduced w- along, uh, the S SNES era in the early nineties, um, is basically the inspiration for this game pretty much where, you know, pretty much racing futuristic vehicles. Um, but they put the, the modern, uh, battle Royale spin to it. Now where you're racing against 99 other people, which, uh, is not as messed up or like, 
um, uh, I don't know, prone to failure as you may possibly think it might be. Um, it's actually very well designed, I'd say. Um, and again, as somebody who generally doesn't, uh, go towards racing games like that, unless they're like more arcadey, which technically this falls under. So when you kind of think of it that way, it I guess it does make sense that why I am playing it, but nonetheless, um, yeah, you're racing against 99 other people and your goal is to get number one or close to it, which I've, I've bitter, bit, bit, bitter, bitteringly, uh, to this day have yet to do. Um, I'm not, I'm not bitter about it at all. I'm, I'm all right. It's okay. One of these days when all the real people leave and then it's just bots and I get that number one spot, that'll be, that'll be the day. So, but the fact that I still want to keep going and try to get better as a player, I think is also a, a testament to uh F099. And it, you know, it does have that very engaging risk reward uh mentality um in this in this game's mechanics where you are incentivized to KO your other players, which is I think a new addition to F Zero in general, maybe not in general, but at least for this game, where if you do KO a person where pretty much their health is low um, and you knock them out, you get a huge boost to your maximum uh, boost. So your boost is like your health and your health and your your boost. <laughs> so they basically share one bar and that's the risk and reward because you can keep boosting all you want, but it's going to get to a point where your health is going to be in danger. And if you get hit once, then you're out of the out of the race. So a lot of fun dynamics that I thoroughly enjoyed as well as the online multiplayer aspect and uh, progression, um, like getting all the various new skins for your various cars that you race with. And, you know, the whole rivalry me mechanic where, you know, if you uh, beat these random players that are you're pitted against, quote unquote, um, you you rank up in, in points and stuff like that, which kind of is like not very much necessary, but, but makes it more fun and, and, and kind of, uh, gives you more stakes to kind of, uh, strive, strive towards in a way. So yeah, man, I can't recommend it enough is free. Well, <laughs> quote, quote unquote is free. If you have a Nintendo online subscription, um, for the Nintendo switch, uh, but man, it's free. It's a fun time. I've, it's always, uh, it's, it, it's one of the, the latest games where I'm just like, ah, let me get one more. In. Let me, let me just get one more. In. Let me just get one more. Um, which I think is just, just again, a testament to how fun the game is. I'm going to be very sad if this ever, um, is, you know, retired, which, which unfortunately going by the past, uh, 99, S games is pretty much going to happen at some point. So part of me also <laughs> wants to play for that aspect too. So that is why I put F zero 99 at number seven, number six. Ah, uh, my, my history with the series is, is very, is very, very long, very long. And, uh, Shall I say, I don't know. Nah, pardon me. want to say ceremonial, but, um, 
established. Yeah, I like that. Established. Um, this was a, a game in the series. I, I technically did play. Uh, I played before it came out in the U.S., but now that it it did officially come to the U.S., I was like, let me give him, give him my full like time and attention and do everything because I I kind of because uh it was it was in Japanese I couldn't really understand story wise too much but now I got another chance and um I'm so glad they did it and that that game is like, like a, a dragon. dragon ish gotta you gotta do the ish <laughs> I'm saying ish in as well for those that may not be able to pick that up um like a dragon ishin uh man i was i was very very hyped when this got announced um kind of crazy how like considering how long ago this originally came out in the in japan but um damn yeah pretty much right around when the ps4 just released like fairly close to when the ps4 released um i remember it i remember it vividly um, but yeah, so, you know, shout out to KH, KHH subs who, um, was doing God's work and, uh, you know, had a translation guy for you to understand what was going on in the story since we did not get the game in the West at the time. But now, uh, after some time is a uh, significant time has passed and, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Significant time has passed. And now that the game is on PS five as well now, which of course that was my platform of choice when it came to this, I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go again. So that is what I did. I legit, uh, thoroughly went through the game playing, doing all the side stuff as well. Um, and man, it is great. It is of course, you know, the try and true Yakuza, you know, formula sub stories, uh, random dudes trying to beat you up, but all set now within the feudal Japan era kind of setting, um, which was, it was a nice kind of change of pace as somebody, you know, who's lately just been playing all the recent, you know, Yakuza games and have, has, it's been a long time since I played ish. And so now getting it properly done, translated and all that stuff, um, was a very fun experience. And of course, it has all the tried and true, you know, staples of a Yakuza game in this as well. Just with now with the spin of the, you know, uh, using swords and guns as well, which is, um, you know, a fun time, man. A fun time. Love me some, love me some like a dragon, AKA Yakuza, but now Ishin. So that is why like a dragon Ishin is number six. Number five, boy, I, I don't know what I was anticipating with this game. Um, I, I will say first and foremost, I was very apprehensive after initially seeing it. It took me a while after seeing some, some more game, some more thorough gameplay videos and stuff after where I was really starting to get, get around it. Then of course, after I finally got it, I was like, okay, this is legit. This is very legit. Um, and that is double dragon guide. Um, 
Double Dragon Guide, and of course, is somebody who's a big fan of the Double Dragon um, slash Kunio Kun games. Really thoroughly enjoyed Double Dragon Guide, and um, yeah, the, uh, like I was saying, the art style was very, I was very apprehensive, but in, in retrospect, now I, I do understand the vision that they were going for, and it's very fun. So, of course. You know, the double dragon formula is, is tried and true for, for all things considered. Uh, but now there's like new characters that add it. Like <laughs> one of the more notable is, a uh, what is his name? Uncle Majin, who's this dude with this, uh, riot shield and he's like a grappler and, um, he's dope. And of course, uh, Miriam, um, who now she has a rocket launcher and she has a, a handgun. So that's kind of her dynamic where, you know, it was a very unique spin on like, you know, traditional fighting game, beat em up archetypes where like now it's like a character that's more like specifically dedicated to zoning, but in a beat em up form, which was very interesting, um, you know, for me. And then of course you can unlock a lot of the, you know, uh, bosses and, you know, characters you face against that, um, they're, they're fun in, 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 in of their own selves too. And also is a pretty, you know, light commitment. I think if you want to just do everything and, you know, uh, try to earn the currency to, to, to buy all the additional characters and music and stuff overall, probably like about 20, 20 hours, but Man, it is very worth it. I'd say if you were a beat 'em up fan, this is definitely a must um, for 2023. That I, I at least personally thoroughly enjoyed. Love me some Double Dragon Guide, and I love it. It's so great, so great. That is why Double Dragon Guide is number five, number four. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was funny when I was ranking these, <laughs> it was funny. When I was ranking these that I, I didn't, I didn't intentionally like try to put this narrative this way, but it just ended up being that way. So, uh, sure. Surely enough. Um, uh, this game again, within the same lineage of the, uh, the games that are, 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 uh, tried and true in my heart. Um, this, this game is no different and, uh, I thoroughly enjoy it as well. And also considering the game is on the quote unquote, smaller, smaller side, relatively speaking to other games in the series, this was still like, like, uh, what 30, 30, 30 plus hour game that I had a, a hell of a, a hell of a fun time with that game is like, like a dragon, dragon. Gaiden. Gaiden. <laughs> year of the Gaiden. <laughs> 2023 year to Gaiden. But yeah, like a dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name is, uh, the, the, um, what shall I say? The <sighs> transition between Yakuza six to Yakuza seven. So pretty much the, um, um, explains the events of what happened to cure you between Yakuza six, uh, all the way to Yakuza seven technically touches a little bit after seven 
and, and, and then also is leading up leads up to like a dragon eight, uh, infinite wealth coming in next year. So, um, but yeah, it is, it is a Yakuza game going back to the basics in terms of, um, traditional Yakuza. That is, uh, you know, before, uh, um, it became a JRPG pretty much, uh, now at least with this, it's going back to basics and, going back to traditional beat em up style, uh, Yakuza where, you know, you are Kiryu AKA joy you. And you know, he's going, he's going back through, you know, uh, uh does he go? Yeah. I'm pretty sure go Kamurocho Ochimaru might be butchering it, but you know, going back to some of the classic, classic, uh, places you've, you've went. Um, I want to say Yokohama, I could be wrong, but basically the one main area, um, in, in, uh, like a dragon, uh, um, what is it? Like a dragon. Yakuza, like a dragon, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, Yakuza seven, basically. So you, you know, visit those locales. And then of course, you know, now Kiri has the cool agent, agent spin now where he uh he's got this uh what do they call it the spider gadget or something where it's like a a whip i guess apparently that's in his uh watch that he uses you know for uh, nefarious reasons got rocket shoes and and explosive cigarettes so he's like basically 007 kiryu which i'm 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 very i very much dug i thoroughly dug this spin on him and you know that this is all within his new style where he can do a lot of fun, cool stuff, you know, juggling people and whipping them and shit is, is great. It's, it's great. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, as somebody who clearly is very biased and is a huge fan of Kiryu, um, this game definitely spoke to me on a, on a, uh, many of levels. And, um, yeah, I was thoroughly enjoyed it again has a lot of the tried and true, um, uh, Yakuza, Yakuza staples and, you know, um, Easter eggs and, and things like that, that, um, I very much know and love and, 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 and thoroughly enjoyed. So it, it, um, it, it took me back to, you know, the heydays of, you know, traditional Yakuza as well. So that is why, um, not to mention, I forgot it does also include like, uh, the demo for Yakuza eight, uh, infinite well. So which, uh, Kiryu is going to be a main, um, uh, a main character in where I guess it's Kiryu and, uh, Ichiban are sharing the spotlight, which is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But, um, yeah, basically, basically a get hyped for Yakuza eight kind of game, but also, holds its own in terms of like, you know, given, you know, fans who missed the, you know, beat them up Yakuza, uh, a good excuse to, uh, you know, go back to that, which I hope, hope they do. I hope they somehow, some way keep this going. And, you know, we, we still get like these games in between like the, well, what's probably more than likely going to be like the JRPG, 
turn-based games and get these beat em up like side things in between. I'd be content with that. <laughs> as long as we get these, I, I think personally I'd be satisfied. So that is why I put like a dragon Gaiden at number four, number three. What, what, what is to be said about this game? That has just not been said already, but of course, this is a, 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 a solid, safe pick, of course, but in of its own self, it, it is it is great in, in many of ways. That is, of course, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I, I tried to put the, 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 the New York accent. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, I'm, I'm, walking I'm walking over here. here. I don't know. <laughs> As somebody who clearly has not been to New York, I'm just going, you know, bing bong. I'm sorry. I I couldn't resist. But nonetheless, uh, Spider-Man 2, very fun. I really enjoy it. Um, You know, of course, the the cinematic set pieces. uh, Insomniac is always going to hit those out the park. Um, The combat. The, the combat and progression of combat, you know, as you uh, progress uh, your your um, ability trees and whatnot are, are very fun. Um, swinging within New York, always a great time. And of course, now with the power of the PS5, that, is, that has come even more fully realized now with uh, more detail, a lot more. Um, crowd volume. So a lot of more random people on the street while you're swinging around, even, even though most of the time you are generally just swinging in the, uh, swinging in the air, but still nonetheless, um, a lot of cool traversal, uh, additional traversal options. And now you have web web wings. So, <laughs> which I guess uh, it's funny. I've heard some people like of have uh, not really liked that as much because like, uh, I just want to swing. I don't really want to fly, uh, even though, you know, technically it, it does have its limitations in the same way of, of web swinging. But it's it's it is definitely is a cool addition to add to the web swinging that I feel like is not too disruptive and makes sense that I think uh, Insomniac did balance right in it as well. Of course, uh, the addition of uh, Miles Morales himself um, being able to be playable alongside Peter Parker, which that in of itself is is fantastic. Of course, we got Miles Morales in his own game, Miles Morales, but now him leading into Spider-Man 2 and like the whole dynamic between them two. <laughs> How could I forget about uh, <laughs> what I like to call him? um <laughs> unhinged Peter, which that's funny. This is great in of itself. Cause as you've seen in the trailers and stuff like Peter at some point gets access to the, uh, venom symbiote. And how could I forget? How could I forget venom himself? I won't, I'm not going to give away any, any, in any way, how all of that comes to be, but it is great. I will say that I feel like they really did a good job of, handling venom as a character very well within this game. Um, they, they, they know, they know, I'm gonna just say that they know, they know what we want. They know what we want. They gave us what we wanted. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Back to unhinged Peter. So it's very funny playing through like, like when you're at said moment, when Peter gets unhinged and <laughs> it's, I'm curious how deep this goes, but at least a decent amount of time I played as unhinged Peter. Cause I was like, this is just fun. So I think a lot of his dialogue is changed. Um, when you play as unhinged Peter versus like normal Peter where, you know, he, <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, they'll be okay. Uh, just a little scratch. Nothing will hurt them. You know, very stuff like that. Well, he shouldn't have been in my way. It's, it's like, um, what is what is the best way to describe un, unhinged peter unhinged peter is kind of like uh um when uh <laughs> when when your mom don't give you what you want and you just you just you just get a little you just get a little fussy because you don't get that that's that that's what what unhinged peter felt like and it was funny it was very funny and entertaining and of course made sense obviously within you know the symbiote influence, of course, but yes. Oh, all around, very solid, very fun experience. Also this, this cannot be praised enough. This game respects, respects your time, which I think that goes very often, oftenly, uh, unnoticed, which, um, some people like knock it for it, which I do not at all. I think this, this game was like the perfect length. It had a decent amount of side stuff and uh, mind you, the side stuff is optional, but it's a fun diversion to play that as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall it just was very, everything was meticulous and, um, was worthwhile. It didn't feel like really much was like, I could do without this or I just felt grindy or whatever. So that is definitely why I, uh, put Spider-Man two at number three. Also shouts out to Howard. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, my, you know, <laughs> you know what I would mean if, if, uh, if you play it, but I digress. Number two, ah, this game, this game. Um, it's funny uh, until this game, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the series. I definitely played them all, but I think this one really solidified. I don't know my, my enjoyment of the series technically. Um, you could attribute it to the, to the competitor quote unquote, um, but I don't know that game is dead yes, space remake, which man dead space, um, man, this game. Um, uh, yeah. Somebody who felt like, I don't know the original dead space. I was kind of lukewarm on, but I don't know. Maybe it was just because time has passed and I'm like seeing this in a new light in a way. Well, in a lot of ways <laughs> because of the technology and stuff like that. But, um, in, in the additions, they made the graphical additions and all that. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I literally played it twice. Like right after I finished it, I played it all over again, which is very rare for me. Mind you, these are only like games. I, if I really, unless I really like a game, that is when I would, uh, 
I would play it, um, you know, replay it immediately after finishing it, which, um, I think is just a testament to how great this game is. Um, and <laughs> part partially it could be because of the, <laughs> because of the disappointment that was Callisto protocol that I think is in a weird way, kind of what I wanted, wanted, that's the game I wanted this to be kind of, but at least now, I don't know, partially just this game hitting like, like I wanted Callisto protocol to hit in a way. Um, I don't know, maybe just bumped it up in, in a lot of ways, but, uh, in, a, in, in its own merit though, it's a very fun game. Very, very scary, very suspenseful, especially when you got the surround sound set up and, and all that. It's a very fun time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just the isolation, desolation, even just, you know, just is it being you. And then I feel like, um, the scares are, are randomized. I think, I think there's some like kind of semi, uh, semi, um, unique mechanic, um, kind of similar to like the director mechanic in a left for dead where, you know, not every, every time you play is the, is the exact same where I feel like it's a little bit of that, where in particular the vents, like, uh, like some enemies, you know, of course, like <laughs> if resident evil is, is taught as anything going to the same do playing through the same game over again, you're gonna know, okay, this window is going to break a dog's going to come out. So, all right, I, I won't be scared because I'm prepared for it. But with this one, I think it's different. Cause like I couldn't really predict, um, where enemies would come even playing it through a second time, mind you almost immediately after beating it. So I don't know. It just goes, uh, I think a testament to how great the dead space, dead space is. And, also the improvements they made to make, um, the original better since the, uh, make the original better since the, uh, original, what am I saying? Make the original better since the, the original trilogy came out. So, you know, implementing what they learned from the, the previous, the later games in the series and now being able to kind of push that uh, back into the original, which I think also added a lot to the benefit, like the, um, the navit, the zero gravity navigation is way more better. I feel now to do way more easier, way more streamlined, um, to do overall, which again, another checkbox for dead space. So that is why Dead Space 2 is number two. Number one. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's been so long since this game has come come out, which is technically true um, considering when it when it did release. But uh, I'm a sucker for this series. Well, yeah, one, I'm a sucker for the series Two, I'm a sucker for this game in particular. So when they remade it, of course I was on it like some damn, damn flies on, on what is, what is the saying? Flies on, <sighs> flies on something, flies on, flies on white, fl- flies on, 
flies on sand or uh, sticky paper. You you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, yeah, man. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I the only thing I will say, which is kind of still a, a testament to how great the game is, to be fair, is that um I don't think it 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 could surpass the original. We also didn't need this, but I I did it. I do enjoy it, and I, obviously I enjoyed it very much, and that is why Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 4, 4 remake, remake is number one. Um, I just uh I liked the additions they did. They they did and make a lot of improvements. They made a lot of improvements to. Um, issues I had with the original game, but in terms of the trade-off, I don't know. It just, it, it's a different vibe. I'll say that it's a, it's a different vibe from the original game, which of course is expected and, and, uh, what they pretty much prepared us for, for the most part, but yeah, I don't know. It's just. I think just because the original is just just resonates so for me way more and you know nostalgia as well as like it's literally my favorite game of all time. Yeah, it's 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 hard to it's it's really hard to um how would I say it? I don't know, like replace that. <laughs> so I, was, I don't know, it just feels like something that just it just is basically basically impossible i feel like which is why I'd, i i wouldn't wouldn't would uh i didn't think we need that needed this maybe it later but now I don't, I don't i don't think we really needed it but nonetheless we got it i i thoroughly enjoyed it just uh if i you know had a choice i don't know i i'd still prefer to play the original and that's just i think mainly for nostalgic reasons, re- reasons, um, you know, but <laughs> again, the fact that this is number one for me still clearly is a testament to how much I, I enjoyed this. I played it like what <laughs> I played it like on PC and PS five, uh, combined probably like eight. Damn. No, actually probably 10 plus times. So, I mean, again, a testament to still how great the game is. Um, but you know, of course, because it's a remake, you're directly comparing it to the original, which for me, it's just some little subtle things that just, uh, missed the mark for me in terms of it surpassing the original, especially now since the dust is settled since what April, that it came out and that we also got the, uh, the Ada DLC, um, you know, a few, uh, couple months ago that, um, yeah, it's great. (laughs) And it, and it, 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 me talking about it negatively as it's number one is, you know, kind of telling in a way, but it's just, I wanted it to be, ah, better than the original, but uh, just certain things I just like, for the original than the, 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 the remake, but the remake is good too. It just does things differently that I'm not like 
you know, uh, when I have a direct comparison, I'm like, ah, I'd rather prefer this than, than that. But I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a great game though, <laughs> which is weird. It's like, I'm um, sounded very conflicted, which I guess is, 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 uh, is, uh, is, is a legit, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think it's because I'm very passionate about this, this, this game in particular that, uh, I don't know. But now, you know, <clears throat> it's been some time since I've, I've, I've played it since I played the hell out of it when it originally came out. No, you know, I played the DLC, the Ada DLC. So part of me does kind of want to replay it again now that like dust is settled and uh, more specifically, like I definitely, I think I've said it before, but at some point I definitely want to, <laughs> like I always do almost every year, replay this, the, the original and then play this like right after, which I think will give me a little bit more, um, a little bit more clarity, a little bit more clarity between the two to like, I don't know, maybe more, um, I don't know, explicitly express how I feel, even though I think I did when, when I, you know, when it came out and I, I think I shared my initial impressions and stuff um, on Twitter and stuff like that. So, you know, there is that, there is that, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) again, (laughs) that is why (laughs) RE4 remake is number one. Um, so there you have it folks, my top 10 games of 2023 again, my I top know. 10 games of 2023. Uh, probably the biggest concern note, I guess, Baldur's Gate 3, which I did start playing very slowly but surely, but um, I I didn't finish it. Don't really plan to finish it anytime soon. So that is why it did not make my list. Um, so who knows? Probably at some point, like sometime next year, maybe be like, ah, damn it. Well, yep. <laughs> Gonna be like, yeah, Baldur's Gate three should have been, uh, on my list, but no, nah, it was one a very big game and, and, uh, two, I don't know, just, it's a slow burn kind of game for me, at least, um, consider like, you know, put 150 hours in this game or play like four, you know, shorter games like, uh, uh, Everybody, yes, you gotta play it. You gotta play it. You gotta play it. I don't know. I, I wonder. I, part of me is curious if that's maybe partially why. Because you know, it's some games, some some media in general where it's like, you know, oh my god, this is the best thing ever since sliced bread. Oh my god, this is the this is the second coming of Jesus with a with a dick. I I don't I don't. <laughs> why would you? Jesus already has one dick. <laughs> I don't I don't know where that came from. Whatever that we'll just keep that as it is. But, um, it just, uh, I don't know. It's like, yeah, where it's like, uh, I, now you're hyping it up too much where now I'm thinking like, where, where now I'm in a, in a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm very critical, I think. And I think that is a point, an important thing to always consider when it comes to like, you know, 
people telling you impressions about a game or whatever and stuff like that, that, you know, if you hype it too up, hype it up too much or play it down too much where, you know, I think that also can, you know, uh, be, be, uh, come into play when it comes to like the speculation game and things like that. So something to consider, but nonetheless, yeah, that is probably the biggest question. Zelda. I'm still trying to catch up on Zelda. I've yet to, uh, I, I, which is one, one of the notable things this year that I did actually, which I've been pushing back for the longest in terms of Zelda specifically. Um, I have started to catch up on Zelda. I played the any fully beat played through the NES version of Zelda and fully beat played, um, linked to the past. So big redemptions for me, at least, you know, somebody who has a very weird history with, with Zelda. Well, specifically I've talked about it before on the podcast, but <laughs> the, 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 the story of my destroyed Zelda GBA linked to the past <laughs> in a weird way, tarnished and cursed my experience with Zelda for, for long, long times to come, <laughs> but nonetheless. So I will say just to touch on that quickly, they're okay. I don't know. I'm not too crazy about Zelda to be honest. Um, but I'm, I am still interested to see like, you know, like Ocarina of time and stuff like that. Like some of these very, very much highly revered games to see, you know, where, where do I see it myself? Most importantly, like, where does that hit? Um, but you know, that's yet to be seen. So at least to touch on those are probably the biggest, like concerning omissions. Like, are you even a gamer? If you didn't play uh tears of the kingdom or Baldur's gate three, now you know why. So, but yes, again, great year for gaming. Great, great year for game. Probably one of the best. Yeah, definitely for sure. Probably the top five years uh, for gaming for sure. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. With that being said, let's move into um, the news for this episode. Uh, Probably the biggest one of the, well, one of the biggest, at least for me, ugh. Uh, damn, how did I been the biggest, just most, uh, hurtful, um, sad, uh, news that came out, um, was, uh, James McCaffrey, at least personally who I know, um, um, as the voice of Max Payne, uh, passed away, um, apparently due to, uh, a ongoing fight with cancer. And, um, man, I was, I was a wreck, not even gonna lie. Um, as somebody who thoroughly loves the Max Payne series in general, hearing James McCaffrey's like somber and like, you know, noir, uh, narration and storytelling throughout the, you know, the, the, the original trilogy, not to mention the other, uh, remedy games like, um, control and, uh, what's the other one? <laughs> Alan Wake too. <laughs> and, and Alan Wake, he was technically in Alan Wake as well. So, um, yeah, man, Ugh. just, just, just hearing his, his narration 
uh, it just, it, I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like you're not living if you just, if you, you know, hearing James McCaffrey's voice narrating uh, through Max Payne doesn't do anything to you. I don't know, man. It's just, ah, it's, it's just so visceral and like, I don't know, bare knuckle and just, uh, I don't know, gritty, just, just, just hard. I don't know. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I definitely need to replay those at some point. Um, but yeah, man, it was very sad, you know, especially now also considering that the, uh, the remakes are officially in the works too. It's like now there's the, what are they going to do now? Are they going to totally, are they going to just use the, his voice tracks from the original and maybe like do some, like, I don't know, upscaling, uprising, if you will, of his voice tracks or, you know, are they just going to completely just do a new voice, which I don't know. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, I guess we'd have to see, uh, that fully come to fruition for me to actually, you know, legitimately criticize it, but, uh, it just won't be the same, man. It really won't. It really won't, man. He was, uh, he was a legend in his own right. And, you know, it's just the sentimental value, you know, growing up playing, playing the games multiple times to his voice and just, uh, it's just something about, about that narration of course, you know, the Max Payne, the, the comic, the comic panels and, uh, Max Payne is a great, great game series. Um, definitely my, t- in my top five for sure. So that's why it hits. That's why, that's why this hit me very hard. It really did, man. It really, really did. It really did. It hurts. Still hurts. Still hurts. Uh, he was great. <sighs> yeah, man. Damn. But yeah, it's enough for me soaking over uh, that. But you know, it sucks, man. Fuck cancer. Fuck it. Um, moving on. Uh. Insomniac, um, was, was, a ransom, ransomware attacked, um, where basically pretty much they, um, some, some hackers got into insomniac system and basically had them at ransom where basically, Hey, you pay us, I think what 2 million in Bitcoin or something like that. And, uh, we won't leak all your information on the internet and they were like, no. And then they, that is what they did. I believe like about one terabyte over, over one terabyte of data was leaked, which is, uh, is very unfortunate. And, you know, I don't, I do not condone, you know, the, uh, acts, to leak something against, you know, a company's will. So let me just say that first and foremost. Um, so I do feel for like an insomniac in terms of, you know, the, the craziness that is this and, you know, literally getting your whole slate leaked specifically. Um, 
which is, yeah, pretty messed up. So online, you can definitely look for yourself. I'm definitely not going to, uh, necessarily, um, reveal everything they, they, uh, they revealed, um, or what that was leaked, uh, just out of respect for, you know, the nature of this leak specifically, but at least some things that, that, that were notable in terms of, uh, you know, bringing up was in particular, the Wolverine game, which, you know, we all knew, um, but they did leak some of the video footage of the Wolverine game. And (laughs) what do you know, uh, a game that's currently in development that has, is in no way near done or ready to be shown to the public yet is rough. Huh? What a concept. How about that? And yeah, so, (laughs) and then on top of that, just the, the nerve and audacity that people have to criticize something that is not even ready to say, Oh, this looks rough. This is a rough, this is a rough God of war wannabe game or whatever. I'm like, bruh, the game is not even going to release nowhere near yet, but you're this not even supposed to be seen by you, but yet you're criticizing it in terms of the quality. Like ah, people, some people, man, uh, that just, ah, where, where's the brain cells? Where, where are the brain cells? I will never understand it, but I digress. Um, so there was that then, uh, also a venom game that was, uh, at least supposedly, you know, in the works, um, that this would be before Wolverine. Um, that, uh, yeah, it seemed like it was a legit venom game, which, Hey, that in and of itself, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, shoot a dedicated venom game, sign me up. Um, but yeah, those, at least the ones I'll just, you know, confirm, but yeah, it's just, uh, all the other stuff is kind of messed up in terms like, yeah, that would have been a really dope surprise to, you know, be, be surprised about coming in into it. So, but it's, it's unfortunate. So, you know, in respect to what the nature of this leak in terms of being a ransomware hack, um, that, you know, out of respect of, of, of the leak, I will. Yeah. That's all I reveal specifically for that, which, some credit to, you know, like some of the developers and, oh, well, more so the journalists that are, you know, taking that stand, which it kind of makes sense now in this day and age, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, the nature of leaks and stuff. Cause like, I don't know, there's some leaks where it's like, uh, was it really leaked or did like, did the company themselves like, like tell somebody that, oh, it's leaked. And then now it's like, oh, it's leaked, but nobody's really that, that wild about it. So, you know, there, there's always that factor too, but nonetheless, it was just weird that it was more so some other, like some particular companies where it's like, you know, Hey, we'll leak all this and tell you every, every immense detail about it. But now, oh, oh this company, uh, I don't know which I can, I can see to an extent because 
considering the nature of the leak, which I can see that point. So, you know, at least now it does, does, uh, provide perspective at least now in terms when it comes to the nature of leaks and well, considering this technically, I mean, is a leak, but in terms of the nature of it being leaked is not, uh, ethical, you know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely a gray area for sure. Where it's just, you know, like, where do you draw the line? Some people draw it here. Some, some other people draw it there. So it's, it is tough in that respect, but you know, yeah, obviously if you are very curious, you can, you know, sleuth the online internets and, you know, find, <laughs> find the answers you're looking for. But, um, in respect of insomniac in the nature of how this happened slash went down, uh, that is at least all I will, you know, reveal, um, and you know, terms of what transpired, but it was very horrible. Like I think a lot of users, a lot of the employees, personal data was also involved in this leak. Well, I keep saying leak, but this hack, um, breach, um, as well. So it's, it's a very unfortunate. I do feel bad for insomniac, you know, cause obviously just being able to reveal these would have been really dope. And that's, that's the part personally I do. I, I, I do dislike about leak culture, you know, in this day and age is that like, it, man, it would have been, it's crazy to think like all the stuff that if that wasn't, if, if it, if it wasn't linked to leaked to us, that we would be able to find out ourselves, you know? So, huh? Huh? Sucks. With that being said, that concludes all the news for this episode and for this year, you know, for this year, it's crazy to say, it's crazy to say, crazy to say, let's get into what I've been playing, which is pretty much <laughs> at least worthwhile talking about. Of course, I was playing games like Modern Warfare 3 and stuff, but nothing really significant to, to talk about of importance of any of those. So probably the biggest, most significant game, you know, now thinking about it, I probably should have, I definitely, this definitely could have been in my top 10 for sure and of itself, but you know, the whole, um, nature of it being DLC and stuff, which I think I technically made exceptions for in the past, but I think because it was so recent, um, I don't know, just, uh, didn't come to my head, but now after more time has passed and now that I've thought about it, it definitely very much could have been, um, God of war Ragnarok Valhalla. So this was announced, um, at, at the game awards as mind you free, 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 <laughs> free DLC. And when I tell you somebody who's played through it, like thoroughly, like I did, well, I guess there's some missing, uh, relics I gotta get by, you know, playing through it probably a couple more times, which again, a testament to how good the game is. And I, you know what? I kind of do want to play it again. Kind of like in a, um, uh, of Hades vibe, which is technically probably the best mindset to think about this game. This DLC is pretty much God of war Ragnarok Hades, uh, you know, where pretty much the appeal you're trying to, uh, roguelike, 
roguelite or roguelike? I'd say rogue. Now I'm curious. Need to refresh my memory on the diff difference. Rogue. Rogue light versus rogue like. Um, rogue like games take to heart, which are significantly, which makes them significantly more difficult than rogue lights. That's just uh, Google's just not being right there. Rogue lights, on the other hand, favor short gameplay runs so that you can unlock skills and characters you need to finish the game. So I guess it's that it's just shorter, but still has the same, still has the same like, uh, essence. A roguelike usually takes the permadeath and random maps aspect, but lets you keep other stuff like unlocked items, money. Ex oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. So that in of itself, I think defines it being a roguelite. So yeah, so in that, it, by the, those definitions, yeah, this would be a roguelite specifically, which uh, that makes sense. Cause yes, there's a lot of those elements in here, but yeah, God of War, Ragnarok Valhalla. Um, yeah, man, it is. Wow. It is. I was very impressed. I was very thoroughly impressed. Um, very thoroughly, thoroughly impressed as in, in some context that probably will help too, is that I also played Hades uh, a decent amount, um, where <laughs> to be fair with, with Hades, it got to a point where I was just like, uh, all right, I'm kind of getting tired of, of playing this for like the 50th, probably like 30th time. So I'm just going to look up a YouTube video and see what happens. So that's, <laughs> I think that's pretty much what I ended up doing, but, um, I don't, we got with this game, God of war. Um, I don't know, just the, the combat, of course, the very fun combat that, you know, and love from the God of war Ragnarok main game is, is back in here with some surprises. Boy, there are some surprises, man, man. I don't want to spoil it. Cause it is, it is so good, but yes, man, who, I was not expecting it for some free DLC. I was like, ah, uh, my, my expectations were low, but boy, man, ah, uh, I was, I was very much proven wrong and I'm very glad to have been cause man, that is, yes, it's great. It's great. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna leave it to, but yeah. Um, yes, I just always wanted to keep playing. I just always wanted to keep uh, just another more, another run, another run, another run. And, um, yeah, man, it feels like they, they definitely very much heavily studied Hades for sure. Um, in terms of at least for my frame of reference for roguelite where, you know, you do have the, the, um, you know, a loop loopable, um, you know, short replaying like loop basically of the game. And then, you know, after you die each time you do come back, but you feel like you are progressing at the same time, which I think is always, well, I assume is the appeal of a roguelite where, you know, you, you feel like, ah, that was disheartening, but I do feel like I'm getting a under, better understanding of each level and how to progress and, you know, how to be more efficient and stuff like that, which, yeah, man. Yeah. Valhalla nails it very much. So yeah, 
the, the, and then you all on top of that, you're also getting a lot of additional story uh, elements to the, to this game too, where, you know, this is post uh, God of War Ragnarok. So you are getting a lot of uh, interesting aspects to, you know, the, after the events of Ragnarok, uh, as well as also trying to close the book on um, the original God of War trilogy, uh, you know, within the, um, the Greek, the Greek, uh, you know, setting and stuff, um, um, Greek mythology. So, oh, it is great. It is great. It's really good. It is really good. It is very, it's probably some of the best DLC I've played, man, in a good long while. I, I dare I say best DLC of the year for sure. Best DLC of the past five years, arguably, you know, it's that good. If you're definitely, if you're a fan of Ragnarok, I highly recommend it. You play through Ragnarok, highly recommend it. It's very good. Damn. I dare I say, uh, no, nah, you, you, yeah, I think you're going to miss out on a decent amount if you just like, <laughs> because technically I wouldn't recommend it. It, it, I really wouldn't recommend it if you, you could just <laughs> buy Ragnarok and then just play this DLC, which I would not recommend. I feel like you're missing out on a lot of the game that is very good. Mind you, um, just <laughs> getting the game to play this free DLC. No, nah, you miss out on a lot. I, I highly recommend at least playing the main game for sure. But, uh, yeah, man, Ugh. it's so good. It's, it's so much stuff. I do want to, I technically want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it because it's so good. That's yeah. I feel like that's, that's a lot of the appeal of this DLC is just a, a lot of surprises. Um, and just some thorough, good gameplay. Like they introduce stakes, like the God of War gameplay has more stakes now, which does give it a different vibe. Like when I was playing through this, this DLC specifically, which is pretty dope. Yeah, man, it is really good. It's really, I want to play it. I want to play it again. I really do. Uh, it's funny. I did see an option where you can, you know, for the DLC specifically where you can reset all the progress. I'm like, why would you want to do that? But <laughs> now after I fully beat it, I'm like, you know what? Hmm. Part of me kind of does want to, want to, want to maybe want to do that at some point. Uh, man, that's, yeah, that's a clear testament to how great this DLC is. Cause yeah, I am very much, I am very much the picky type when it comes to like what I choose to want to replay and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. That's the best. <laughs> that's the best thing I can tell you. It's really good. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about it like all this week and uh, partially last week. too. I'm like, man, I kind of want to play some more. I kind of want to play more of it. You know, Ah, that's probably good because now I'm I'm like compelled to just keep replaying it like as an excuse to get all the uh, get all the relics, even though like I already got all the achievements for it. But like I want to kind of still play it again. (laughs) Just some excuse to get me to keep playing it. Oh man, it's so good. Highly, 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 highly recommend it. Uh, I really should have. Now I'm kind of regretting. I should have put it in my top 10 for sure. I think this def- it definitely would have been the, uh, the exception I would have made for sure. 
It's really good. It's so good. Yeah, now I'm <laughs> now I'm in deep thought about it. Let me stop. Um but yes, with that being said, that concludes what I've been watching or playing my my band. Uh yeah. Nothing really notable watching wise, so that's why I didn't really I've lately have not been been going in that segment necessarily. Um but yeah. So with that being said, um, damn, I think that will conclude episode uh, 188 of the Switches site podcast. Um, last one for the year. No worries. I'll be back next year. Maybe take a little bit of a extended break. Um, but yeah, um, again, if you did like what you heard or watched, uh, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast and platforms. Um, if you want to catch this recorded live, you can catch it on Twitch TV slash A Switch. You can also catch the archives, video archives on youtube.com slash A Switch. And yeah, until next time, y'all, have a happy new year. Uh, feel free to fuck. <laughs> Get your damn game on. Aww, yeah. Nobody's safe.